while you are folding episode 35, Self-Sabotage. Hi, I'm Katherine Boucher, and you're listening to While You Were Folding. This show is my weekly excuse to talk about my favorite things, marriage, parenting, faith, friendship, culture, what I'm reading and watching, and whatever else strikes my fancy. I've been a wife for 11 years and a mother for nine. I won't pretend to be an expert. I will introduce you to some amazing guests, ask a whole bunch of questions, invite you into the conversation, and encourage you to share what you heard while you were folding. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, teach me how to pray. Holy Spirit, I invite you to be with me tonight. Please help me to continue to lean on you, to try and pray more to you, and to become closer to you as the third person of the Trinity. I think I usually neglect you in my prayer. And since we are just coming off of Pentecost a few weekends ago, I think that's been on my heart lately. Help me to learn more about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and to be open to whatever it is that you are asking of me within each moment and in the larger picture of my life, especially within my vocation as a wife and mother. And help me to find pockets of silence during the day just to recollect myself to you and to remember that you are the foundation of everything that I'm trying to do for my life. I pray all these things through your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, hello. Uh, We are back with a third week in a row of an episode of While You Were Folding, and I am still just so blown away by all of the support and the warm reception that the podcast has gotten from all of you listeners. And we have been having a great start to summer at our house. We're, oh man, nearly a month into summer for us. Uh, So I'll just give a quick update what's new around here since the last time I recorded an episode. Uh, Jane and Walt got to attend Totus Tuus, which is a week-long summer camp at our parish. And Totus Tuus, for those of you who don't know, is Latin for totally yours. And it's this awesome week-long summer camp that's put on by usually college-age students sometimes seminarians or young women who are in formation to be religious sisters. And we had the opportunity to have the teachers, there were 10 of them that were serving as counselors for the kids for the week. They came over for dinner on Thursday night. And it was so much fun to get to talk with them, find out more about their lives and how the summer's going. And At the end of the evening, after we had a great dinner with all of them on the back deck and got to hang out outside for a while, 
before everyone left, our son Walt, who is going into third grade next year, he, for his birthday, received all that he wanted for his birthday was a mass kit and a uh, priestly vestment. And he created, he calls it his own parish of Our Lady of Guadalupe. So he invited the totus to his teachers to come upstairs with our family and check out in his room how he has set up his parish. And he was hoping to get to play mass with all of them. But since they had to get on their way to welcome the high school students for the evening program back up at the parish, instead he settled for giving them a parting blessing. So he got out his holy water bottle and before I knew what was happening, he was dousing <laughs> everyone very liberally with holy water. And it was so cute. And he was just tickled pink. And he says right now that he thinks he has a vocation to the priesthood. Only time will tell um, what God is calling Walter to. But it was so much fun just to watch the kids, especially Walter, interact with the totus tuus teachers and to see the young people be welcomed into our home and to get to see what, um, I don't know, just hopefully to get to give them an impression of what the day-to-day life is like for a young family like ours with the imperfect chaos that we have going on over here. But just to see the faith lived out, it was a really fun evening. So the kids had a great week at Totus Tuus. And on Sunday, Father's Day after Mass, by the way, a happy belated Father's Day to all of the awesome male listeners that we have on the show. We had a great Father's Day at our house and at our parish last summer, a couple of us decided it would be fun to start bringing some donuts to the playground after Mass. And so Philip ran with the kids while I was getting ready to get some donuts and brought those to the playground after mass. And it was such a great chance to get to catch up with our friends. And if your kids are anything like ours after mass, they always have a lot of energy to run off. So they had so much fun running around and playing on the playground and everyone had a donut and our friends are so sweet and generous. They fill up a cooler with some frappuccinos and bottled waters and some Capri Sun juice pouches for the kids. And it's just such a great excuse to get together and chat with people instead of, I don't know what your church setup is, but we're lucky at our parish. I know in some of the old school parishes, if you go to the back of the church and you go out the back door, there's no narthex gathering space. But at our parish, we have a pretty good sized narthex. So usually in the winter months, people gather out there, but it is so tough to actually talk with people because our kids are trying to run around and talk with their friends and all of that. So when the weather's nice and we have a chance to gather outside and the kids are relatively contained in the playground area, it's so much easier just to talk with people. So that was awesome just to have a little bit of fellowship time with our good friends and um, just to watch the kids playing together with their buddies. It is a pretty awesome thing to get to have a really strong community with a really young dynamic parish. So it was a really great Father's Day.
Um, I got a lot of really great feedback from the last two episodes. Several of you said that episode 34, Summer Structure, was really helpful to you. I hope it was. And I hope um, our summer chore charts and the framework that I laid out is somehow helpful for you. If it is, great. If not, please forget about it. Feel zero pressure from me. But I know I was looking for something that was going to help bring a little structure to our day. So I was glad to hear that it's helpful. And also, a few of you sent me some private messages sharing um, what you wish is offered in your local area in terms of support for NFP or infertility or secondary infertility please continue to reach out and share those ideas. As I said, I'm going to have a future guest on the podcast to discuss that topic. And I'm also part of a committee that's going to be gathering together to be talking about NFP in our diocese. So I would just love to hear the kinds of things that you're hoping to gain in your local area and what's working and what's not. So please keep sending your emails. You can email me at podcast at katherineboucher.com or as always, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Today's topic, self-sabotage. The last couple weeks, I have realized that I have been extra grumpy and impatient with Philip and the kids, and I had an opportunity to go to spiritual direction today, and to prepare for spiritual direction, I was doing an examination of conscience to prepare for confession, and I finally realized that a huge part of the reason why I have been extra grumpy and impatient is because I am totally self-sabotaging. So what do I mean by that? Well, I mean, I have noticed patterns of behavior, things that I'm doing that set myself up for failure. And I am guessing that you probably have things that you're doing in your life that are self-sabotaging So I thought that I would share what I've been doing lately that I would consider self-sabotage in the hopes of starting a conversation to find out if you might be doing the same sorts of things or maybe something that's completely different, but to start to think about how we can change some patterns of behavior in the hopes of turning around our family culture. So for me... My self-sabotage has to do with my nighttime routine. Lately, Philip and I have been doing a way better job after I'm done nursing Gloria for the last feeding of the night, putting her down earlier, closer to like 8.30 or 9, and then heading up to bed shortly thereafter. And usually I love to take that time to read a book. I typically am reading six or seven different books at the same time. And reading is totally a treat for me. But instead of just letting reading be a treat of half an hour, it was turning into an hour, an hour and a half. And I was staying up way too late. And then I was adding on top of that bringing my phone back upstairs and charging it on my nightstand and downloading social media back on my phone 
and then telling myself, oh, I'm just going to set my alarm on my phone and then picking up my phone. And then it would turn into, oh, and while I have my phone out, I'm also going to click on Facebook and scroll through that for a while. And then I'm going to check out Instagram and mindlessly scroll on that for a while. And before I would know it, it would be a half hour later after I had already spent way too much time reading and it was way past my bedtime. And I would tell myself, oh, I deserve this break. I deserve this time. I've been working so hard all day long. I I get to have this break time. But instead, this thing that initially was supposed to be this treat of reading for fun had spiraled out of control into being this way too late reading or social media mindless scrolling. And I'm not saying reading is bad or social media is bad in and of itself. I think they're both great things and we all need to find whatever our version of a treat is. And for me, reading is totally that treat. But I had taken it to the nth degree and it was spiraling out of control. And I noticed the next day, if it had been a night where I was staying up way too late, I would be way more tired. I would be more impatient. And I was becoming really resentful about the physical demands of motherhood. And then not only would I be angry or resentful or impatient with my family, I was then becoming angry with myself And then I was beating myself up and then it would turn into this, you're a horrible mom, you're a horrible person. What kind of a person yells at her kids? What kind of a person stays up this late and doesn't get enough sleep? And all of that horrible self-talk that is not helpful for anyone. So that's what I was doing for self-sabotage. I was talking with Philip about it, and he rattled off a couple of examples of things that he does that he sees as being self-sabotage. He'll try and use perfectionism as a form of procrastination and do things like making something dependent on him instead of asking for help or insisting that he has to do something instead of letting someone else do it in an imperfect way. Another self-sabotaging thing that he mentioned was stress eating carbs. Um, I think a lot of us can identify with that. Other things, I was just brainstorming for a minute or two before I hit record to try and think of other things that people might do as a form of self-sabotage. Some of us might opt to have the second glass of wine for the night because maybe it was an especially trying day, but then that results in a headache the next morning. Um, Something that Philip mentioned was that in his prayer life, he is still trying to figure out what his optimal form of prayer is. So instead of just saying, okay, I'm going to give a really sincere morning offering and doing something, he'll try and tell himself, I'm going to do this really complicated thing, or maybe something like, I'll pray a rosary. But then that seems so daunting that instead he doesn't do anything. So those are just a couple ideas of different ways that Philip and I have been struggling with self-sabotage, but I thought I would just open up 
the conversation and I thought it would be fun if we all had a little challenge for the week. So I would love it if you took a screenshot of this episode, episode 35, self-sabotage. And then I want you to do two things. Take the screenshot and then text it to your husband and then tell him that tonight after the kids are in bed or another time within the next 24 hours, whatever time works for the two of you to sit down and have some face-to-face time, whenever that is, schedule a time that the two of you can sit down and talk and come up with at least two things that each of you are doing that is self-sabotaging. And then I want you to commit to holding each other accountable for a week and to figure out ways to check in with each other and find out whether or not you're still doing the thing that is self-sabotage. Because chances are, if you are doing something that is self-sabotage, it's also affecting your husband. Okay, so that's part one. Part two, I want you to take that screenshot of episode 35, self-sabotage, send it to a girlfriend, and ask her to listen to it and find out if she is struggling with self-sabotage too. Chances are she's she might even be doing the exact same things that you are. Maybe she's doing the same things that I am, staying up way too late, getting on social media, or whatever. So talk with her about it. I want you to get really specific with your girlfriend. Share the details that maybe you didn't get into with your husband of the specifics of what you're doing to self-sabotage. And then I want you and your girlfriend to commit to breaking up with self-sabotage. And you're also going to check in with her next week. Now, I'm going to hold you accountable to this because I'm considering all of you listeners, my friend, that I'm going to check in with next week on the podcast to find out how things are going. And I'm asking each of you, in addition to Philip, to be my accountability partners. So right now on the air, I am committing to you that the two things that I'm working on between now and next week, when I re- when I release my next episode... I'm going to leave my phone in the kitchen on the kitchen charger at bedtime so that I'm not tempted to get on there so that I can get more rest and then I can use my real alarm clock to wake me up in the morning. And I know I've talked about the alarm clock before. I'm not getting paid for this, but this alarm clock works and it actually gets me out of bed and I'll share a link to it in the show notes. The alarm clock, it's supposed to simulate the sun, the sunrise, and it gradually lights up in your bedroom. And I keep it on Philip's dresser across the room so that I actually physically have to get up and out of bed. And chances are, if I get up and I turn off the alarm, that I'm not going to crawl back into bed. So I'm trying that for tomorrow morning, leaving my phone in the kitchen. And the second thing that I'm committing to is putting down my book by 1030 at night, lights out, no matter what. So those are the two things that I'm committing to, and I'm going to circle back next week and let you know how it's going because reading is still a good thing. Social media is fine, but it was getting out of control. So instead of self-sabotaging, doing those things, not getting enough rest, and then being angry and impatient with my family, I'm going to leave the phone in the kitchen and I'm going to put down my books by 1030 at night. So I want to know... Are you self-sabotaging? Maybe 
you have way more self-discipline than I do. In the newborn chapter, it's way, it's been a huge temptation for me to rationalize all of this nonsense, but it's time to shut it down, to put an end to it, to get some more rest, to be more patient with my family. Maybe you are struggling with the same things. I would love to hear about it. Maybe you're doing the same things that Philip's doing, but I want to hear about it. Please get in touch. Email me at podcast at katherineboucher.com. Or as always, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, don't be afraid to begin again and share what you heard while you were folding.